It is so awesome that you guys are pouring this next generation. Um, so I have a little story about Ember. Um, I get the privilege of having a three-year-old who, when I ask her what she learned in nursery, I get the most strange answers, but I can tell she's learning something. She goes, yeah, I learned about Jesus and the fish. Jesus getting swallowed by the fish. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 you mean Jonah. And she's like, oh, yeah, Jonah, that's what I learned. And I'm like, well, you know what's so good about that is that she's learning about these things. And that I actually get to have conversations with her. Those conversations would never happen if it wasn't for you guys doing what you're doing. So thank you all for serving in all those ministries. You're making such a big impact whether you know it or not. And so thank you so much. Um, this next generation, man, I, even though they're facing a lot, right, we can all agree this next generation has a lot in front of them, a lot to face. But at the same time, I see a lot of powerful young men and women of God growing up above the noise and choosing Jesus. Now that's happening. Uh, Even if it doesn't feel like it, I've seen it. I know it. I believe it. It is happening. There's young people growing up stronger than ever before, even in this dark generation. Like, uh, amen? All right. Well, today I'm talking about power. Can you say power? Power. Power. Say it one more time. Power. Power. That's right. And there's all these kind of powers when we think about power in our world. Let's go to the first one. This is, this is not the power I'm talking about, right? Power. Strong. This type of power. Let's go to the next one. I'm not talking about this kind of power either. You're in control. You know, that's the Queen of England, if you didn't know that. All right. Next one. We're not talking about that power, even though, what does the world say? They say money is power, right? Money is power. That's not what I'm talking about. But no, what instead I'm talking about is this kind of power. I'm talking about the power that what Jesus did on that cross. But also I'm talking about this power. That the power that rose Jesus from the grave. That is the power that we walk by. You see, the world sees the ver- these versions of power as like strength, like we talked about, money, control, being in control of something. But with Christ and who, those who believe, our power comes from something else. It comes from a place of surrender and transformation. It comes from the power of the Holy Spirit. That's where our power comes from. It's not like the world's power. It's a different power. And that each and every person, young or old in this room, if you say yes to Jesus, that power is available to you. Amen? Ephesians 1, 19 through 20, it says this. I also pray to you that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe in him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and has now seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. That same power is inside of you, as we just talked about. It's inside of you, those who believe. That is available to each and every one of us. And today, as I'm wrapping up our prayer and fasting, as we're launching into this year, after spending 21 days of prayer and fasting, um, we're going to talk about how do we walk in this power that Jesus offers us. So let's pray. I want to start with prayer. Well, Jesus, Lord, I just thank you for the opportunity to come up here and share about you, Lord. Lord, you're so powerful. And Lord, I can't, it can't be me, Lord. Would you not speak through me? Would you not speak of my words, but Lord, would you speak through me? Lord, would it be your words and not mine? And Lord, I surrender this to you, Lord. Would you speak through me today? Would it be your words? Would your Holy Spirit touch our hearts? Lord, would you open our ears to hear what you want to say? And Jesus, I, I just pray that for this next... This, this next chapter of this year as we launch out of 21 days of prayer and fasting, Lord, let it not just be a powerful moment, but let it actually do something. Let it spark something. Let us come out of this 21 days of prayer and fasting on fire for you. In Jesus' powerful name I pray. Amen. 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 Well, let's start. I, as 
this is going to be a shorter sermon, but I was like, I got to break it up in three parts because, you know, I'm a youth pastor. That's what we do. Break up everything into three, three points. Uh, really easy for everyone to remember. The first point I'm going to talk about today is choose. Say choose. choose. I like it. Choose. <laughs> do you know it's a choice to walk by the power of the Spirit? You know it's a choice to walk by that power? It's inside you. Like, did you know that if you gave your life to Jesus and you believe in him? And you, you believe in his death and resurrection on a cross. It says you, you have been made a new creation. You have that power inside of you. Um, as Pastor Dan says all the time, he says, you found a new way to be human. But, you know, I like to add to it. It said you actually found the best way to be human. <laughs> you found the new way and the best way to be human. Second Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting men's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. The same power that raised Christ to new life is the same power that helps us raise to new life. And we say yes to him. And it's not by our flesh, it's not by our old self, but we want to walk by our new, new life. And I don't know about you, but sometimes in my life I have to remember that I'm a new creation. I have to remember that that's the power that God has given me. I have to remember. I forget so often. And I've seen Christians my whole life, just, they, never, they just never grab the power that God has from them. They just live in the old self, their whole walk with Christ. But yet there's a new powerful self. In that scripture it says, I have, your old is gone, your new is here. But you have to choose to grab it. And what does this life look like? Well, it looks like you start looking more like Jesus. <laughs> when we're, we look, you look on fire, for, like people can just tell you love the Lord. We put our others in front of ourselves. We walk, we will, all of us, we, if you walk by the power, you walk through really hard things in life, but yet you're not shaken. God reaches others through us. We see miracles happen in Jesus' name. That's what happens when you walk by the power in the new life that God's given you. And that sounds like a great life to me. Doesn't it sound like a great life to you? Sounds like a great life. But like I said, I forget. I've been a Christian. I, I mean, I forget. And I know, and I know this. I know that scripture, but I forget. And I, I'm going to use these boxes for every point, so get comfortable with them. But this is the box I was like, I feel like I was, this is a picture. I was like, okay, if I'm going to, if my wife says go grab a box, and I bring her this one, she's going to be upset. <laughs> It, it, it's old, it's destroyed, it's got rips and tears in it. And then there's this new one, this nice tub that's really high quality. And G, when I said yes to Jesus, he's like, oh, leave your old box, take this new one. But sometimes I'm like, I have this new one, oh, I wake up the next day, oh, I'm going to take this with me. <laughs> right? But when Jesus is saying no, like this... This right here is what I offer you. This is what I offer you. Grab it. Grab it. Walk with it every day. It's a choice. Choose to walk by my new, my new life, not your old life. That is what God is asking us to do. The, again and again, I have to choose to walk by the Spirit. So as we exit this pr- time of prayer and fasting for all of us, as we launch into 2022, which is crazy to say, um, let's live, let's choose to live by our new life. Uh, it doesn't, and kids, listen to this. It doesn't, doesn't mean adults have to do this. You have the same new life available to you. It doesn't matter your age. 
You have the same new life. It's exciting. Everything I listed, it's powerful. You, it transforms you. That is available to every single person who says yes to Jesus. You got to make that choice. All right? Now, second point. Transform. Say transform. transform. That we need to let the power that God gives us to transform who we are and who he's called us to be. That the power doesn't just sit there. It actually actually transforms us. That it changes us. And I say this because I, I hear this a lot. As, you know, you say, I, I'm too, I'm unworthy of this. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm unworthy. I've too much, I'm too far gone. I, I've sinned. I always say, God, like, no, and I, I, I won't do it, and I do it again. Or I'm too young, or, and you always have, like, I just, I don't, I don't deserve it. I, I can't walk in it. I don't deserve it. But that's the great thing about the power that God's given us. Is that it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter who you've been. It doesn't matter what you're doing. That, that new life is available at any moment if you just say yes. That new life is available in every moment. And this, and, and all of you, like, you've been a Christian a long time. How many of you, you know, God took me out of a dark situation and transformed it to a new one and transformed your heart. If you've been a Christian a long time, you've seen yourself transform. But there's also times where you let yourself go back and you don't let God transform you. Even this week, and I have another analogy. So, you know, when I say yes to Jesus, you know, Jesus, his power, his spirit comes and lives inside me. Woo! Saved. Living by the new life. Woo! But, sometimes, you know, I have this come up in my life, you know, and instead of when it goes in, dealing with it, I let it, kind of drink, sink in there. And Jesus doesn't come away from me, right? No, Jesus is still there. But it's blocking something. That I'm not walking by the full power of Christ. I'm actually living by my sin. And I have to remind myself, no, no, Jesus, I don't want to walk by this sin. I want to walk in your new life fully by your power. And even this week, I have an example of that. Um, I had a lot of unforgiveness and bitterness towards a situation. And I, this whole week, the whole first part of the week, I was like, I just let it get to me. And I was like, I'm not, and I could just feel, I felt like disconnected a little bit. I felt off. I didn't feel as close to God as I know I probably should. And I was like, man. And I was like, and then the Lord said, give me that unforgiveness. And it was through the Bible reading plan and, and our staff meeting that it was a prayed over. And then the Lord just really spoke to me. You need to give that up. And when I did, Lord, I just felt a relief. And I felt I was able to walk in the power of the Lord, that it was no block anymore. And that some of you today are walking, and you're holding on to some sin, you're holding on to some things you're struggling with, and let me tell you, it's blocking what the Lord has for you. And you don't have to be ashamed, you don't have to, but let the Lord take it. Let the Lord heal you of that. Don't leave here walking with sin in your life that's undealt with, because it will block the power that God wants to do in your life and transform your life to be. God says he wants to wipe you clean. Walk by the Holy Spirit. Walk by his power and let him transform you into he, who he has made you to be. And yes, we're not going to be perfect. I'll put it that way. We're not going to be perfect. Like I said, for me, it's mo- almost a daily choice. Does anyone, it's a daily choice to say, okay, Jesus, I'm, I'm going to walk by your spirit. But I accept that this, I accept I don't have to walk by my power. Because I acknowledge, and this is really important, and we'll get to a scripture in a second, but it's really important to acknowledge that I am weak. I am weak, but yet in him I'm strong. But in him I have the power. 
And this verse that I'm going to read next, and Addie, if you can come up, and I'm going to have Addie share this verse with it because it's really powerful. It, it says that, is that no, even though I am weak and I accept it, that him, through him, I am strong. Go ahead, Addie. And he has said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will boast, boast in my, about my weakness, so that the power of Christ will, de- will dwell in me. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Addie. I'd rather boast about my weakness, so that the power of Christ may dwell within me. So, yeah, I am weak. Yeah, I don't have enough in me. <laughs> My power comes from Christ. And that power is available to all of us. In the same point of uh, transform, uh, some of us are facing already really hard things in 2022. But some of you, we're, I mean, almost all of us, we're probably at some point going to face really hard things in 2022. It's part of being a human. <laughs> it's part of being in this world. You've got to face really hard things. And what I've seen happen in my own life and through others is that sometimes when really hard things happen... We actually withdraw from that power of God. We actually withdraw walking by the power of the Spirit. We actually withdraw from God in general. And we let us that hardship just take control of who we are. And it's natural. It's human. And you have to fight it. But God wants to transform us through that. That if we're walking by the power of Christ, that those situations, like I said, it shouldn't shake us. Instead, we let it transform our thinking. We let it transform what happens when trials come. We press in even harder when, in hard times. Uh, Colossians 1, 9, 11 through 12 says, We also pray that you will be strengthened with all of his glorious power, so you'll have all the endurance and patience you need. May you be filled with joy, always thanking the Father, that you can be strengthened by his power. Hear that. Hear this live spring, that in 2022, if you're walking through a really hard situation, guess what scripture says? He will strengthen you. He will, endure, he will make you able to endure it if you walk by his power because his power is for you and living inside of you. And we see this in the Bible so many times. And I, I came across this part of scripture and it was just so powerful when I read it because it's just how you could totally tell these people are transformed by God's power in their thinking. It's, it's in Corinthians 6, 4 through 10. Paul's writing this to the Corinthian people. He says, in everything we do, we show that we are true ministers of God. We patiently endure troubles and hardships and calamities of every kind. We have been beaten, put in prison. We face angry mobs. We work in exhaustion, endured sleepless nights, gone without food. We proved ourselves, our purity, our understanding, our patience, our kindness by the Holy Spirit within us. And by our sincere love, we faithfully preach the truth. And here's the highlighted God part. God's power is working in us. We use the weapons of righteousness in the right hand for attack and the left hand for defense. We serve God whether people honor us or despise us, whether they slander us or praise us. We are honest, but they call us imposters. We are ignored, even though we are well known. We live close to death, but we are still alive. We have been beaten, but we have not been killed. Our heart aches, but we always have joy. We are poor but we've been, we, we give spiritual riches to others. We own nothing, and yet we have everything. Now, these are apostles that said, the way he, Paul, Paul puts, God's power is working in us. Isn't that so powerful? That half of us probably haven't faced some, like most of those things on that list, but that the disciples and the, and the people in the early church did. 
And yet by God's power, they walked through that in all those ways. Just how powerful that is. And that's for us. That's for us. And I want that power in hard seasons. I want to walk like that. How Paul was saying, the past, let's be honest, the past two two years have been really hard seasons. They were really hard for different ways. And some some people have it harder than others. But yeah, I have the power of Christ inside me. And I don't have to let it take me down. I don't have to let it draw me away from God. Actually, I can press in further and look more like this, like what we just read. I can choose to let it transform my thinking. I can choose to let it transform my actions, my responses to when trials come. Because, I mean, you think Paul and the early Christians, <laughs> you think in their flesh they would have answered anything like that? You think when they're like, oh, we got beaten, and yeah, it was, it was fine. Like, we still, still good, and our heart aches all the time, but we still got joy, and, you know, we're close to death, but we're still alive. <laughs> no. That's by God's power in them. That's not by their flesh. That's by God's power. And so I want to choose to let God's power transform me and transform us this next year. And then when we do face trials, it actually doesn't push us away from God. It draws us even closer. That nothing this world do will push us away from what God wants to do in our lives. And a lot of you are walking into brand new situations, or maybe 2022 looks like a year you're already not looking forward to. Let me tell you this. Change your perspective. Because 2020, you can be the best year of all. And not because of the outside circumstances, but because you choose to walk by the power of God. That can be why it's the best year of all. You can let God transform you like never before. And that is what I encourage us all to do. And I want to end with this, with this point. Is that, do you know you can live by the power of God at all times? <laughs> that is what happened. At all times, they can live, they, all that, and all that piece of scripture, they can live at you power of God at all times, in darkness, in all those situations. And sometimes we're like, well, we operate in the power of God, and, and I really press in the power of God, you know, and live at, when I'm at church, at youth camp, because, you know, that's where the Holy Spirit is. It doesn't leave. <laughs> Holy Spirit worship nights, we're like, yeah, we've got to go to that Holy Spirit worship night because, you know, that's when we only experience God's power in our lives, really. Um, when things are perfect, when things are going really well, that's, that's when I feel really close to God. But let me say, even in the darkest times, his power can live. His power is inside of you, and you can access that at any time. And it doesn't hide your emotions. You can be sad. That doesn't. This doesn't mean you're not close to His power. But like Pastor Dan always says, and it's the motto here at Life Spring, and we probably quote it way too much. But you can have joy with tears in your eyes, and that's living by the power of Christ. Because by no other way you can do that. <laughs> no other way you can do that. And I, I want to honor two people in here who I've know walked through really hard times. And I was just thinking about you. I was writing my message. I was like. These are two ladies who have walked by the power of God through the whole thing. And Debbie and Melanie, you're a past year I can't even imagine. And I'm sorry, <laughs> but I have seen you walk in so much power. And I've seen you continue to be faithful to God. And that is inspired as a young person, is that you see somebody who walks through terrible situations, but yet says, I choose to walk by the power of God. And I don't let it shake me. And yeah, it doesn't mean you're sad and have dark moments but you don't, let it, you don't let it stop you for what God wants to do in your life. And so, sorry. <laughs> Woo! So thank you guys. So 2022, that's what I encourage all of us to do, is that we let it transform us. We walk by that power. We just, we got to do it. <laughs> third part. Okay, third point. Moving on. So we had, we had uh, you got to choose it, let it transform you, and here's the third part. You go. Say Go. 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 I like it. It's good. 
I don't know, the kids will, might, might know this one better than, than some of the adults, but can you put up the, the next picture, Steve? Uh, what, what is a famous quote from all three movies, from that guy and that guy and that guy? They're all, they're all three. Yeah, that's it. It was great. If you have it, all, in all three of the Spider-Man movies, this, there's one line that's in all of them. And it's with great power comes great responsibility. And I'm like, when I was, when I was reading the scripture, the Lord brought that to mind. And I'm like, oh, Spider-Man. And I love that quote. And it's not just because the movies are so good. If you haven't seen the new one, I'm not going to spoil it. Pastor Jesse said I'm not allowed to spoil it for him. So I won't say anything. But it was so good. Go see it. Go see it if you haven't seen it. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> but it's so true that with great power that God gives us, it's for a reason, that we have a great responsibility. That you got that power, that power that gave you the new life, that let transform you into this life-giving, full-of-life person that's able to get through any hardship. That's not just for you. It is for you, but it's not just for you. It's for others. Sometimes in, in Christianity, we get like, oh, it's about me. Like, how can God's power change my life? And that's great. It should change your life. But it should be an overflow into other people's lives. Acts 1.8 says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witness in Jerusalem and all of Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. That great power has come to us for a reason. It's to reach others. And the church has spent too long being inclusive and saying, my faith's about me. Your faith isn't just about you. Your faith is about other people. Your faith isn't about your being comfortable. It's about other people. And it's a challenge not just, I'm not just calling you all out. I'm calling myself out too. My, the power that God has given me isn't for me, it's for others too. And here's... I'm going to say this, like someone who's walking, I don't know if you've experienced this, but it, it's so true for me. Someone who's walking by the power of the Spirit and power of God, they're so attractive to me. Like, not like that way, but you know, they're just like, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like there's something different about you. There's something different about you. The reason I became a Christian, the reason I was chasing after is because I had men and women in my life that I was like, there's something different about you and I want that. I want that. And you could probably think of people in your life that have been that for you. But let me tell you, you're not just back and let the other, the elders or the pastors do that. Young and old, that you can do that yourself. That when you walk by the power of the Spirit, guess what? People are going to notice. And yes, some people are going to ridicule you. I'm not going to say that's not true. Some people will be like, you're so weird or you're different or why are you doing that way or why are you doing this or why are you doing that? People are going to ridicule you all day. But guess what? Maybe if 99 ridicule you, one person is going to come up to you and say, I want what you have. What is it? And you say, Jesus. That is what matters. That is what the power, his power is for. Because the disciples, they didn't hide anything. You read the Bible. They, talked, they, they lived by God's power. And then when people asked them, they told them where the power came from. That's what the disciples did. And that's what we need to do. That's what we need to do. That's what we're called to do. That's what we're here to do, each and every one of us. Let's not let 2022 be a year where we're all about me, myself, and I. That we're about reaching others with the power that God has given us. And yes, this does mean miracles and healings and all these things through the power of the Spirit can happen. That, that does mean that. 
which are signs for those who believe and those who, who, who don't believe, which are signs to encourage the believers, but also to be proof to the unbelievers that God is real. We read that right in Corinthians. We know, we know it's for both. So what does that mean? That means if we're walking by the power, that means we've got to pray for people. We pray for their healing. We just pray for people. We walk with other people. We live differently than others. If you look the same as you do to the world, then you're not walking by the power of God. You should look different. You should look radically different. And it doesn't mean you stand out and can't fit in, in in the culture. That's not what I'm saying. But there's something there's something inside of you. There's a core basis of who you are that should look radically different than this world. That is what that should look like. And I... I close with this analogy. Sometimes we look at God and we say, I accept you, Jesus. I was supposed to put the lid on. And you put the lid on him. You keep him in a box. You just keep him in a box. And say, I'm not comfortable with God using me this way. Or God's power can't use me this way. Or I can't do this. You say, you know, I don't pray for people out loud because that's just what God doesn't do in me. <laughs> I, I just don't do that. I don't pray for people for healing, even though it's in the Bible, but I don't pray for people for healing because every time I've done it, it hasn't worked or God just doesn't use me that way. I don't ask for God to give me a word for somebody because I just don't believe it happens or it hasn't happened yet. Or because it's weird. <laughs> Part of the reason. I'm really a person of actions. I don't need to talk about my faith. That you're putting God in a box. That God could do more than you think. And last time I checked, God is God. (laughs) God can do whatever he wants. God is all-powerful. Do you believe God is all-powerful in here? If you believe in God, God can do whatever he wants. There's no limit on him. Which means that you're thinking that way. That, you know, God doesn't use me that way. Or it's not... That's not our job. Our job isn't to put God in a box and tell God what he does with us or doesn't do with us. Our job isn't to tell God what to do with us either. Our job is to say, Lord, I surrender to you. Use me by your power in whatever way you want to use me. Even if that means I'm going to be very uncomfortable with it because I choose to be used by you. Yeah, in some ways he'll use us all differently. It doesn't mean everyone's going to get up on a platform and talk. It doesn't mean everyone's going to Pray for healing with every person you see. It doesn't mean that. But it doesn't mean you're open to what God wants to do in your life. Don't put his power and what he wants to do through you in a box. And it's so funny because we read this every single week. This is, and I know this is true. And I know all of this is true, not because of my, just because of my experience, because I have experienced God do these powerful things, but because it's in the scriptures. That Ephesians 3, 20, 21 says, Now to him, who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. That he's able to do immeasurably more than you think in your life. More than you ever thought. You know, I, God doesn't do this way. He can do more than you even imagine. Don't even try to limit God. Just be open to walk by his power and see what he'll do through you this year.
Okay, if the worship can come back up as, a, as we are closing here. I want to go over the three points again. The first one is choose. Choose is that this year in 2022, let's choose to follow God. Let's choose to walk by the new life that God has for us. And this isn't just choosing now. I'm talking about when you wake up in the morning really grumpy. When you wake up in the morning depressed. When you wake up in the morning really anxious. Because guess what? That happens to me all the time. I wake up and I go, oh my gosh, there's so much to do. <laughs> oh my goodness, things are really hard right now. Oh, oh my goodness, I woke up Sunday, uh, this morning, oh, Catherine's funeral and my friends are leaving. and Oh, Jesus, Jesus. But know what? No, I can be sad, but today I'm choosing to walk by the Spirit. I'm not letting it draw me back. I choose, I choose. Second point transform. I choose this year in 2022. I want to look completely radically different going into 2023. I don't know about you. I, I mean, I do. And I don't think any of us are there. I think all of us can let God transform us even more, which means surrendering even more, which means in the hard times, we don't pull away. We press in and say, God, transform me through this difficult season. I want to look more like you. And third point, go. And in 2023, don't just let God change you for no reason. <laughs> let him change you to reach others. That's what, we're, that's what we're here for. That's what you're all called to do. That power is available to all of us. So can we all stand? Uh, I just, if you were able to, if you can stand with me. I, so I want to do this. If, you, if you're... If you want to commit this year to say, Lord, I want to walk by your power. I want your power, not mine. Lord, I, 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 want, I want all of it. I don't want to put you in a box anymore. I want all that you have for me. Would you just put out your hands? I'm just going to pray for us. Lord, I want that. Lord, I want your power. I want more than you. I ask or imagine according to your power with work in me. You're so powerful, Lord. You can do anything. Lord, I choose to walk by your spirit. Every day, Lord, remind me when I wake up to choose to walk by your power today. Let it transform who I am. Let it transform my thoughts, my opinions, my likes, Lord. Let it just transform all of who I am. And Lord, let me be effective for your kingdom by your power. That Give me the courage to pray for people when they're sick. Give me the courage to walk with someone when they're going through a really hard time. Help me walk by your power and your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So church, we're going to end with this. Is that also 2020, 2022, let's be energized for Jesus. Let's be energized for Jesus. I mean, you're on fire because guess what? It's a, like I told you, when you see someone who's on fire with the power of God, oh my goodness, it's so powerful. So let's press in. Let's press in to Jesus this year. And so if you stand, we're going to do one last closing worship song. Let's dance to the Lord together. One, two, three, 